Hi, my name is Amy Farouk, the host of Reigns of Chains, a podcast for everyone who cares. And today is we have a guest by the name of Darren Gersoy covering the story of a butterfly. Hi, Darren. How are you? Hi, I'm good. And you? I'm good. Can you tell us a bit about what we're talking about today? So we're talking about a 17-year-old girl who was murdered. Her name was Minavar Kerblut. We will basically talk about her story in today's episode. From what I understand, Munavar was 17 years old from Istanbul and she was brutally murdered and decapitated by her boyfriend, Jim Garibolu, who was also 17 years old. Was it a crime passion fueled by jealousy or was Munavar a victim of a cult ritual? Killed in 2009, still to this day, people are perplexed by this heinous crime and the dark reasons behind it. Can you tell us a bit about the significance of the butterfly and Munavar? People sort of associate Minerva's murder with like the murder of a butterfly because we know from her mother, Nagihan Kerbalut, that day she was murdered. She saw a butterfly when she woke up and she basically told her family about this. Now, whenever they see her family see a butterfly, they think about her and they like get so sad. And in the documentary, her mother, Nagihan, also says that she could never imagine how a peer heavenly creature like a butterfly would remind her of a massacre. Now that I know the story too, whenever I see a butterfly or like anything that resembles a butterfly, I again think of Minerva and like can't help but get a bit sad about it. Okay. Can you tell us why you became so passionate about learning the story of Minerva? So the thing is, when her murder happened, I was just a child, but after like the following years after her murder, her murder was like still so popular around Turkey. And I remember that people in my family, like my aunt, my mom talking about it. And when I asked them about it, like who is Minerva, they didn't say anything. I always thought like this was the secret that my family didn't want me to know about and I thought it was something bad. I thought that Minerva maybe did something bad. So I decided to just keep her in the back of my head and never think about her again. But living in Turkey, it was not exactly possible because whenever I went, I started seeing things that reminded me of her, like graffitis all around Istanbul with like an angel or a butterfly symbol. And just like Minerva was written all over the walls. So that is my relation with the story. Okay. I've seen the graffiti as well, and I didn't know until you told me. So what made Munavar such a captivating creature? So as a child, I'll never forget the day that I learned about her. I remember that finding her murder was very hard to believe because I was like eight, I think, at that age. I mean, I was not even familiar with the concept of death. So I believe learning her story was like this turning point for me because it made me realize that Turkish women are subjected to awful crimes throughout their lives. If something like that could happen to a 17-year-old girl, Minerva, who is pretty similar to me, maybe it could also happen to me. So I started having this trust issues against like men or like Turkish people. So it was like pretty bad of an experience for me. Can you please explain to listeners a bit about Munavar's background and Jim's so you the listeners can know the differences between the two and how their stories intersected? So people would think like Minerva's friend and like their family would think that their love or relationship was sort of like a Turkish TV series cliche because Jem was extremely rich. Like she was one of the most richest families in Turkey. And Minerva was, she came from like a conservative traditional family. People would never think that they would ever end up together. But Jem started like showing up wherever uh, Minerva went. So Minerva said like give him a chance. At the end, they become lovers, I guess. Okay. Can you tell our listeners how did they meet and where did they meet exactly? 
I'm not exactly sure about that, but I think they met in like the school's cafeteria. Jam showed up like multiples of times. At the end, Minerva just said that, let me give him a chance. And then I guess they started dating. Okay. So I think it's important to clarify to listeners too that it is known that Jim held multiple foreign passports and he could leave Turkey very easily. And Munover was not in any sort of situation that was similar to his. She was probably telling her parents where she was coming and going regularly. And her mother was a stay-at-home housewife and her father was a cook in a local cafeteria. Is that correct? Yeah, like her family resembled every typical Turkish family that people can think of. And it was like not at all similar to Jem's. And the thing about Jem having multiple passports sort of bring people to the idea that Jem could have escaped prison. He actually didn't commit suicide. Okay. So then go ahead and can you tell the circumstances surrounding her murder and what exactly happened in 2009? So as I said, she was just a 17-year-old Turkish teenager and she was murdered in Istanbul in Etiler. It was 2009 when she got murdered. And the circumstances surrounding her murder were highly publicized in Turkey and it really sparked a widespread outrage. And she was reported missing on 4th of March in 2009. Her family was really concerned because they always said that Minerva would tell them everything about like where she went, about her family. She even told them about Jem. So they understood that there was something wrong with the situation when Minerva didn't come back home. After an extensive research, her body was found finally on 12th of March in 2009 in Etiler. And one of the municipality cleaners found her head and then in a suitcase in a rubbish. So it was like pretty traumatic for the people who lived in Etiler because Etiler is usually known to be like a far-fetched place of Istanbul because like mostly rich people or like people with kids live there. And people of Etiler, they never thought that something this like horrendous could happen in Etiler. Yes. Since I used to live in that area, I it's very, very safe and there's little crime and it's very contained. I understand what you're saying. So can you tell us exactly what happened possibly on the day that she was murdered? So for the murder, we know that Jem was like a bit abusive towards her because she told her friends that he would like skirt length or he would tell her to wear pants and not skirts at all. But we have like no idea why Jem exactly killed her. On the day that she got murdered, the story is a bit complicated. So the thing is, Jem got into a taxi and then she went to this shop and then he bought a handsaw and then he returned to his house and then he told the taxi driver to wait for her for like 10 minutes and then he hit the handsaw in her in his room, I guess. And then he got back into the taxi and told the taxi driver to drive to uh, her high school. Then he said to Minerva that he had a surprise for her and Minerva was like, excited because i mean as a typical teenager i mean she was excited that her boyfriend was just doing a surprise for her so she said yes to going wherever then they drove somewhere and when minerva asked like where they were jem said that he brought her to his house and minerva said that she could not get in because there are these traditional turkish i guess rules that say i mean people would have the wrong idea if she got in the house with them So he said that, oh, I can't get in and everything. But then Jim really pressured her. And to not make him upset, she unwillingly said yes. And then got inside the house. And that is like when the whole thing happened. Okay. Can you tell us about the investigations of the murder of her? And what exactly do they suspect happened? 
So according to the autopsy report, she was stabbed like um lots of times. And the documentary says that when they entered the house, Jem disappeared for a while. And then he came back with a knife and stabbed her like lots of times. But she still was not dead. And the autopsy report also accentuates that her um head was cut off by a handsaw when she was still alive. So that is sort of why people think it was like a ritualistic um murder and not just a normal massacre that happened out of jealousy. I mean, people also do not know why he killed her. I mean, I think personally that he planned this because like he went to get the handsaw and the fact that he cut her head off when she was still alive, it is just so disgusting and it sort of resembles a mur- um, ritual, her murder. Okay. What were the pieces of evidence or details that emerged during her investigation that was shocking the public? Um, so the thing is, there was not only Jem's DNA found in her body, but also people from Jem's family because the DNAs were also similar. And when she died, she was a virgin. So we know for a fact that she was not raped. But even if she was not raped, there were still sperm in her underwear. People think that it was not Jem's sperm. Not only gem sperm, at least, but also someone who is related to gem. Like, there's like a family bond or something because the DNA was very similar. And also, Minerva used to wear like press-ons on her nails. And there was also this DNA of a woman located in her finger. And the like professionals also think that that DNA belonged to maybe his mom or like any woman that had like a bond with her, like a genetic bond, I guess. Okay. So it was confirmed that Jim's parents and relatives were present during or after. Okay. What was the motive of the the killing? Do they know what that was? I think that is like the most important part about this case. Because there was no motive, I think that this was more like a ritual again, as I said, because there were multiples of people involved. The autopsy report also says that she must have been like tied down or like held by someone because there were extreme scratches on her stomach. So Jem couldn't have done this all on his own. So there were multiple of people involved. So that is the first evidence. And the second evidence is that when this murder happened, it was like during the 2000s. And that time, I know that this satanism was like a big deal in Turkey. My grandpa taught this to me, actually. And he said that he wouldn't wear my mom, my aunt, to wear like black because then people would think that they were satanists because there were all these satanistic cults going on in Istanbul and they would like cut cats' tails and everything. So I think that maybe the family has some sort of relation with that those cults, maybe. And she was also like murdered very brutally. I mean, her head was cut off when she was still alive. I really think that this was a ritualistic murder. What were the actions from the public guarding the murder? How did they react to this? People actually really empathized with her family because she came from a very traditional family and people thought that if this could happen to Minerva, then it could pretty like realistically happen to their own daughters. So people like, there was all this rage towards Jem because they thought that he was just a privileged young guy who could do whatever he wants and just get away with it because his family had all this power. So there were like protests and she was all over the news and just not the year that this murder happened, but like the following years. I remember myself when I was a kid. I mean, I think every people, especially women, know about her murder in Turkey. I mean, she's, her murder is one of the most popular and like known ones. So I actually had discovered, too, that there's still many active accounts on social media devoted to her, and many people actually are still following the case for any updates. Can you tell us about any recent updates on it, the case? 
I don't know exactly about the recent updates, but there are like these theories. There's one about how people think that Jem did not actually commit suicide in jail because the family like uh, wanted to open up his grave and see if he's actually dead. But the court said no two times. And the fact that, I mean, they specifically said no like for two times and just not open his grave. It states that he probably isn't dead, and I myself also believe that he isn't dead. In one article, I also read that Minerva's father also says that he does not believe that Jim is dead. So that is one theory. And the other is that, as I said, and I also myself believe that this murder was like a ritualistic murder. It was a ritual, and it was just not a normal murder that happened out of jealousy. So yeah, I mean, there are the two theories that people still talk about. What do you think were some, like, the most important debate that has emerged from Munover's murder and how does that relate to domestic violence and women's safety in Turkey? People started thinking like, I mean, we knew that Turkish woman was not safe before this murder. I mean, everybody knew, but after this murder happened, people started like having all these trust issues. I mean, myself and also my mom, my twin sister and my aunt. I mean, all the women in our family started having these issues towards men because we thought that it could also happen to us. I remember that we used to go to Etila for like dinners, Saturdays mostly. After this thing happened, I didn't go to Etila, I think. I mean, I did, sure, but like not 2010 or 11. I just recently went there. I also read in the news that multiple times the house where the murder took place was put on the market for sale. And when people would view the house and then they would find out what happened in the house and who the house belonged to, that they would not uh, consider buying it. And I think the house has been demolished then, is that correct? Yeah, it has been demolished because like um, nobody would buy the house. I mean, it was unnecessary. Okay, so from this talk today, I think that the biggest lesson is Munover's untimely death showed society that crimes against women aren't based on religion, education, age, and social status. They can happen to anyone at any time. So all women can be future victims. It also showed that parents will go the extra mile to cover their sons from petty crimes, something very simple to something very extreme like murder. Thus, women in Turkey and worldwide must remain vigilant and speak loudly whenever we hear or see crimes against women. And do you have anything to add to that, Darren? I think that Minerva's murder really like sparked lots of interest and also like people in Turkey really cared about her. And I guess it was one of the first times that people really cared about a woman. So her murder was such a bad thing. And we learned that, I mean, I myself learned that this is a case, Minerva's case is a huge murder, but also there's been lots of murders in Turkey and every year hundreds of murders happen and we need to really spark some more attention into these, I think. Okay. Thank you so much, Darren, for coming today. Thank you.